Hello, and welcome to the podcast of Gagan Mahindra, who's currently the Member of Parliament for South West Hertfordshire. On the programme, we will be discussing his day-to-day activity, general issues from constituents, and his take on the current situation in politics and in the wider UK context. We hope you enjoy this episode. Gagan, thank you so much for joining us. It's the uh, Thursday, the 21st of May 2020. It's been seven years since we last heard of you, so there's a lot to catch up on. Do you want to, uh, do you want to start from the beginning? Yeah, thanks, James. Uh, you know, seven days is a long time not to have a, a proper podcast with you. So, um, you know, we need to keep it shorter next time. But so last time we spoke, I think, was Thursday last week. So from Friday, um, I was having virtual surgeries and the highlight of the day was a Zoom call with the Prime Minister, with various other colleagues, uh, backbench MPs uh, within the Conservative Party. Um, I will direct listeners to various media outlets if they wanted to have a look at the transcript of that. Um, well, I, I, think I, I think I read, I read a bit about it myself, and I, I think the main feedback was that most people spent, spent a lot of the call saying, is my microphone on or am I muted? Yeah, there, there was, um, someone's described it as Darth Vader on the call, <laughs> so some heavy <laughs> breathing. Um, but no, the Prime Minister was, was on great form as per normal, and the messaging was exactly what we needed to hear, and now everyone's heard it because it's been in the, the national media. Uh, that's, that was Friday, and then Saturday I uh, went to Tring to visit a food bank and just congratulate them on all the excellent work they've been doing, and then... Monday, I uh, was in Parliament. Uh, I spoke on the immigration bill. Um, it's probably just worth the highlight of, of what I was saying was the success of the EU settlement scheme. Um, so over 3 million applicants, I think it's 3.15 million applicants for EU settlement. Uh, 99% of that have been uh, approved as settlement or pre-settlement. Uh, and I think it was about 640 applicants in total had been rejected. Uh, so the balance was about um, people that had done it incorrectly or done duplicates and things like that. So it's a really successful tiny, scheme. And I, I hope anyone... Tiny, sorry, mate? It's a really tiny proportion then of people who haven't... Who, or or for, for applications that have failed. Exactly. So I know, I know that people, especially European nationals, may at the moment be a bit worried but the scheme that particular scheme absolutely works um so i I would continue to recommend people do do sign up uh they've got until the end of the year um before the end of the transition so um there's more than enough time and get on with it uh part of the immigration bill was actually in my view some positives about streamlining streamlining some work visas uh businesses i speak to that need european workforce have historically complained about how long it takes and the hoops they need to to go through to get people uh, to come into to the UK on work visas. So this this for me is a, a should be a good news story. Uh, Tuesday I was back in Parliament uh, and I had a question to Rebecca Poe, uh, Minister within DEFRA. It was just my way of just highlighting the great work that waste collectors are doing, both commercial and residential. Um, the point I made in Parliament was actually that's something visual and if people can see that the roads maintained and the waste is being collected, they inadvertently are 
that much more conscious about keeping the place clean as well. Um, given we're all spending so much time at home, it's it's just a subtle way of making sure that we remain keeping our houses clean and, and having our quality of life improved. Wednesday, I, I was managed to slip in again uh, to Westminster and sat in during PMQs. Uh, it's the first time during lockdown that the chamber for PMQs has been full. So I was very lucky to actually be one of the, the 50-odd members of parliament to have a seat. Um, but it, it was, again, another uh, great display by Boris at PMQs. Later in the day, I had a meeting of the Public Accounts Committee, uh, which was a private meeting, just a quick update on the work programme, and then uh, another meeting on the 1922. So, so Gagan, um, just, just going back to the um, back to PMQs, you talked about how the chamber was full, but of course there's only 50 MPs in there. Yes. Can you yes. can you talk people through uh, the changes that have been made in Parliament now? You know, are there you know is there tape on the floor? You know, how how are, how are you um, practicing social distancing? So within the chamber. Um, there are places for prayer cards, which we've, which we've described before, which is where you can allocate the seat for the day if you turn to prayers. The, they've, they've been spaced out, so the majority are, you're not allowed to sit there, and the ones you can sit on have a green tick. So anyone that watches PMQs or Parliament Channel will see those little labels uh, on the green benches. Um, you're within... Parliamentary state itself, there's what 19,000 people that have parliamentary passes. There's only a fraction of those actually now working in parliament, the majority are working from home. Uh, so, I don't think I've, I don't think any MP has their staff working in parliament. Um, even when we come back in the beginning of June, the house authorities are encouraging us to keep our staff working from home uh, because. The reality is if too many people work on the estate, then you'll need the additional security or the additional caterers and cleaners and things like that. And then it becomes uh, quite unsafe. So uh, uh, 2nd of June, there'll be a lot more MPs, but not much more. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, when I went in, I would see colleagues, security, and that's pretty much it. And what's the... What's the feeling? What's the vibe like? You know, when you bump, well, you're not physically bump into colleagues, but when you see colleagues, you know, are you are you still going for going for, you know, a sandwich with them or, you know, a drink or is it is it very kind of, you know, business like? So, uh, so no, in terms of the places we'd normally go to eat, everyone is everywhere spaced out for the two metres. So whereas before we would all congregate in the tea room purely because of capacity now, it means that actually there's only going to be about 10 people in the room at any one space of time. So um, this works fine when there aren't, aren't too many of us on the estate, but when we're due to come back in June and there's potentially 400 or 450 of us, I think the majority of us will be spending a lot of more time in our offices than we did before COVID. Do, doing more work? <laughs> work, even having lunch. Um, you know, even if it's just socialising or having quiet chats, you'll do it in your office two metres away rather than finding a, uh, a corner in the tea room, for mm. instance. So yeah. it's just the practicalities of, of, of doing the networking or the lobbying, but with the two metre gap still in place. Mm. Mm. And so you weren't in Parliament today, though? 
No, today um, I've been out about in the constituency, just uh, had to pop up to Chorleywood for a, a local issue, and then I've just been having virtual surgeries. Um, so one was about a local planning matter, uh, another one was a catch-up with uh, a business. So, uh, and then everything in between in terms of, we still continue to get loads of emails. Uh, my team continue to do a sterling job. Um, I, d- I don't think any of us were expecting the amount of casework that's coming off the back of this pandemic. Uh, so it's, I speak to my team every morning. Uh, part of that is actually just to make sure that they know that they're not doing this on their own. Um, I'm conscious that with my 1922 hat, I've got a lot of colleagues who have gone back to their constituencies and uh, have been inundated with casework, but don't have the quiet chats and the tea rooms you'd normally have, which would tell you actually this is really important or not, and you're doing a good job, or what what the tricks you could learn. Mm. So um, it's, it's a lot more hands-on than I think any of us were expecting. But you're enjoying it. Uh, so. I think in, during this pandemic, it's difficult to say enjoy. I think um, we've all had to adapt. Uh, I, I still go in because part of the attraction of being a member of parliament was sitting in the green benches and walking through the palace. Um, the reality is we are starting to get legislation through. We have various votes this week. Mm. Um, my firm belief still remains that we still need to be scrutinising a lot more than we have done during this pandemic. Mm. Uh, I, I'm a firm believer that a, a critical friend approach it makes a better legislation mm. and creates better policy. So we've seen some of that with stuff like the NHS, uh, immigrants, um, sorry, foreign workers uh, mm. having to pay for the NHS. Uh, I think I read a bit earlier that, that we may be adjusting that. But if, if that policy was seen in normal times, I think it would have gone through various committees and, and government would have seen that actually... If we could afford to do it, this was the mood of the house as well as the country. So, um, obviously, the first priority for government is to get us through this pandemic, but mm-hmm. it also needs to be thinking about what's the right thing to do as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is this is the um, the the current pl- the the planned potential for um, NHS or foreign NHS workers to pay more for their health care um, than they currently do. And, you know, there's been some rumblings in, in the palace, well, <laughs> and on Zoom calls, presumably, and on, and on WhatsApp groups that, you know, we really, you know, certainly in the current climate, we shouldn't be asking um, people who are, who are effectively putting their lives on the line for the good of the country to be contributing extra for, for care, which they're kind of giving to other people. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I did forget to mention, I was on a Zoom call with the Home Secretary a bit earlier as well. So I know that um, the Channel Crossing is very topical and it was good just to hear firsthand all the work that her and the department are doing to, to firm up our borders and make sure that um, those people uh, trying to come via the Channel illegally, um, we, we, she's working busily uh, trying to find a, a more sustainable solution on that. Excellent. And were you invited... Were you invited to that? Was that something you requested? How, how many people were on that, that call? So there was 30, 30 colleagues. Um, so the way the House normally works is you'll get the options of discussions via something called the PPS, which is the Parliamentary... Private yeah, That's the one. That's it, um, got it. <laughs> so he, they are fellow MPs, but they're the link between the backbenches and the executive. Mm-hmm. 
So they would uh, be the ones trying to make sure that you ask questions, helpful questions in Parliament. Mm. They the ones that would organise surgeries if I had a particular contentious casework that I wasn't getting resolved or I needed the minister to give a further commitment. Um, so obviously, normally you would have those conversations in the voting lobbies or the tea room or somewhere within the Palace of Westminster because we're all working remotely. Uh, it's, a lot of it's now done via emails or Zoom or even picking up the phone and calling each other. Yeah. Um, so, again, yeah. the one the one good thing I think during this pandemic is people have been a lot more proactive about having conversations. Mm. Uh, I had pretty give me a call over the weekend just for a catch up and to see how I was doing. Obviously, mm. super busy, but there's an element of a bit more camaraderie. Um, mm. So that was that was nice, nice touch. Great. Well, that's good to hear. And have you got plans for the weekend? Uh, so I'm doing a Zoom call with a bunch of uh, potential activists this evening. Uh, Friday is going to be another busy day with virtual surgeries. Uh, not yet checked the diary for the weekend, but obviously it's a bank holiday. So uh, the reality is that emails and the casework doesn't stop for bank holidays. Uh, but come weekends. on, Hacking. you you come on. You're gonna you're gonna go and go for a nice walk in the park, or or sit and relax with a glass of wine, aren't you, with uh, with your wife? Well, uh, more likely the first rather than the latter. Um, <laughs> it's it's. I, I didn't do my ten thousand steps yesterday, so I've got to do a catch up today. Um, <laughs> but you know, the upside of being within a lovely part of the world in, in Ricky is that actually I've got a lovely park nearby. See the swans and what have you. So I don't really need much of an excuse to go for a long walk. And now that we're allowed a bit more leisure time, mm. um, it just means maybe I'll do it twice a day rather than historic once a day. Making full use of the facilities available. Exactly. Um, right. just to, well, you mentioned drinking there. Obviously, we've got really hot weather. Uh, just mm. a reminder to drink responsibly and stay hydrated. Um, I know is people this, are missing pubs. Is this pubs. listening or just for me? No, no, no. <laughs> not, not specific to you, James, but to everyone. Um, obviously, we are starting to feel summer. It's a lovely hot day where I am. Um, and, you know, the the hope that pubs will be open soon is starting to get people in the mood of having a drink and what have you. I've got no issues with that, but just make sure it's done responsibly. Well, thank you very much, Gagan. Thanks for joining us. And we'll speak to you soon. We'll, we'll speak to you next week. Um, and if we don't do it before Thursday. Um, we've got somebody who is on work experience uh, next week um, and they're going to join us for this chat. So we can look forward to that. Excellent. Thanks very much, James. Great stuff. All right, Gagan. Have a good evening. Thank you. Thanks. Bye bye. You've been listening to Gagan Mahindra, MP for South West Hertfordshire. If you'd like more information, please go to his website, gaganmahindra.org.uk. And if you're a constituent and have an issue, please email Gagan on gagan.mahindra.mp at parliament.uk. You can also follow Gagan on his Facebook page or Twitter by searching for him. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode.